the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Today on Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton. A false teacher will deny some attribute of Jesus Christ and they'll contradict what the scriptures plainly say about Jesus Christ in some way. They may deny his deity, that he's God. They may teach that he was just a prophet, but that he wasn't God. They may deny the virgin birth. They may deny his atoning sacrifice on the cross. They may deny the resurrection from the dead. But you will recognize a false teacher by what they say concerning Jesus Christ. Beware of false teachers. As you listen to today's message from Pastor Dan, he teaches you to be on guard against false teaching. Many speakers and teachers might sound Christian or appear to be Christian, but you need to pay careful attention to what they say about Jesus. Pastor Dan explains that false teachers will deny some attribute of Jesus and will usually contradict Scripture in some way. This is why it's important that you know and study the Word of God so that you can know the truth. And now, open your Bibles to the book of 1 John, chapter 4, as we join Pastor Dan for today's edition of Ring of Truth. John chapter 4, beginning with verse 1, Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits, whether they are of God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. And by this you know the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is of God, And every spirit that does not confess that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is not of God. And this is the spirit of Antichrist, which you have heard was coming and is now already in the world. You are of God, little children, and have overcome them because he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. They are of the world. Therefore, they speak as of the world, and the world hears them. We are of God. He who knows God hears us. He who is not of God does not hear us. And by this we know the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. Well, once again in this letter, the Apostle John warns us about false doctrine and false teachers. He warned us about false doctrine back in chapter 2 and verse 18 to 23. And here he warns us again. And it just shows us that God is very concerned about us being deceived by false teachers and false doctrine. This is an important issue to God, and so that makes it an important issue to us. 
And really, we see this warning throughout the entire New Testament, beginning with Jesus himself in the Sermon on the Mount. I'll just read it to you. But in Matthew chapter 7, Jesus said, Beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravenous wolves. You will know them by their fruits. Do men gather grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? Even so, every good tree bears good fruit, but a bad tree bears bad fruit. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit, nor a bad tree bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Therefore, by their fruits you will know them. Jesus warned here about false prophets, and he said they will come to you in sheep's clothing. They're going to look like sheep. They're going to look like Christians. They're going to sound like Christians. They're going to use Christian words. They're going to use Christian terminology. They're going to talk about Jesus. They're going to quote the Bible. But they're false prophets. They have a false message. So Jesus warned us about false teachers. The apostle Peter warned us about false teachers as well. In 2 Peter chapter 2, verse 1 There will be false teachers among you who will secretly bring in destructive heresies, even denying the Lord who bought them and bring on themselves swift destruction. So Peter warned about these false teachers who will secretly, meaning the people will be unaware and they'll bring in destructive heresies. Uh, The apostle Paul, he warned about false teachers and false doctrine If you remember in the book of Acts, the Apostle Paul, he met with the leaders of the church of Ephesus and he warned them in Acts chapter 20, verse 29. He said, For I know this, that after my departure, savage wolves will come in among you, not sparing the flock. Also from among yourselves, men will rise up, speaking perverse things to draw away the disciples after themselves. Therefore, watch. And remember that for three years I did not cease to warn everyone night and day with tears. That there will be people that come into the church and even people from within the church that will deceive, that will lead people away from the truth. You know, elsewhere, Paul tells us that in the last days, one of the things that will characterize the last days in the church will be those who are are deceiving Believers, deceiving Christians in the last days, and even teaching the doctrines of demons, Paul tells us in 1 Timothy. And so spiritual deception is all throughout the New Testament. It should be a real concern for us as believers in Jesus Christ. And here, John says to us, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits, whether they are of God, And here's why. Because many false prophets have gone out into the world. You know, the Bible teaches us that there is an an unseen spirit world. That there's a, a spiritual dimension that we can't see. And there are both good spirits and evil spirits at work in the world today. There's the spirit of God and there's there's demonic spirits. You know, there's the spirit of There's the spirit of man, our flesh. There's demonic spirits. And there's the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God, third person of the Trinity. And they're all at work. They're all at work in the world trying to persuade us 
And so John says, don't believe every spirit, someone who claims to be speaking on behalf of God, and that includes me, anyone who claims to be speaking on behalf of God or claims to share the truth of God and may even use the name of Jesus Christ or use scripture or quote scripture, John tells us just, just because they're saying that doesn't mean that they're really of God. They may be teaching falsehood. They may be teaching error and deceiving people. The Bible says that Satan himself can disguise himself as an angel of light, that he can appear to be an angelic being, and that he could appear to have light, to have insight or revelation from God. and, And Satan wants to deceive us. And one of the ways he wants to deceive us is to get us believing in false doctrine and believing in a false gospel, and believing in a false Jesus Christ. You know, he's, he's okay with us naming the name of Christ as long as we have a false Christ, or saying that I believe in the gospel. As long as we have a, the wrong gospel, or a false gospel, he'll let us kind of stay in that position. And so John says, don't believe every spirit, but test the spirits, whether they are of God or or not. Test the spirits. That word test there, if you're a note taker, it means to examine closely or to scrutinize. In the ancient world, this word was used for testing precious metals like gold or silver to determine if they were genuine or not, or if they were pure, or if they contained any kind of corruption in them. And here John says we are to test the spirits, we're to scrutinize Everything that we hear, we're not just to just accept it as truth just because the person says that it's, that's, that it's true. Now, how do we test the spirits? With the Word of God. With the Word of God. You test everything that you hear against the Word of God, against your Bible. Does what they say agree with what the Bible says, or is it contrary to what the Bible says. The Bible is our standard. The Bible is our, our measuring rod because the Bible is pure and the Bible is true. In Proverbs 30, it says, the word of the Lord is right. And so anyone who teaches something contrary to the word of the Lord is in error because the word of the Lord is right. It's true. And so we test everything by the word of God. And we have to be discerning with this. Again, because many false teachers will use the same words, but they've got different definitions for those words. They talk about Jesus, but it's, it's not the Jesus of the Bible. Or they quote scriptures, but then they distort what it really says. They twist things. They've got different definitions. And so we have to be careful. And on top of that, often a false teacher can be very, uh, very di- dynamic, very charismatic, very uh, entertaining. Uh, They may have large crowds. They may have a big ministry, a large following. They may have a very fantastic presentation of what they're saying, but it's false. We should be like the Bereans. You guys know the Bereans, right? Acts chapter 17. Acts chapter 17, verse 11. Speaking of the Bereans, it says, These were more fair-minded than those in Thessalonica, and that they received the word with all readiness, and they searched the scriptures daily to find out whether these things were so. So the Bereans, they received the word of God that that the apostle Paul preached. They received what Paul said, 
But then they searched the scriptures for themselves to see if what Paul taught actually agreed with what the Bible says. They fact-checked the Apostle Paul. And if they fact-checked the Apostle Paul, we should fact-check anybody that claims to be speaking on behalf of God, including me. You should fact-check me. Be a Berean. We should study the Bible. Pastor Dan will have more to share from today's Ring of Truth study in just a moment. But right now, we'd like to invite you to worship with us this Sunday morning. Here's Pastor Dan to tell you a little more. I heard recently that many people who listen to Christian radio are not part of a local church. Hey, if that's you, I'd like for you to join us this weekend as our guest at Calvary Chapel located in Columbia, Maryland. The teachings you've enjoyed here on Ring of Truth are from messages I've shared with the congregation at Calvary Chapel. We have two meeting times on Sundays at 9 and 11 a.m. You can find out more and get directions at our website, calvaryec.com. That's calvaryec.com. Now let's get back to today's message on Ring of Truth. You should study the Bible all on your own. We should be students of the Word of God. You know, 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 15 commands us to study, to show ourselves approved unto God, a worker who does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth, or rightly handling the word, rightly handling the scriptures. That's a command to you and to me. It's not just to pastors, but to every believer. We should be students of the Word of God. This is why you should read your Bible every day. You should read and study the Bible on your own each day. This is why, as a church, we have a men's Bible study on Tuesday night. This is why we have a women's Bible study on Wednesday. This is why we have home groups all over the area, to give you an opportunity to get into the Word of God and to study it on your own and to study it with other believers as well. This is why we're going to start up the Old Testament study again on Thursday night so we can study the Word of God together and know what it says for ourselves. So he says, don't believe every spirit, but test the spirits whether they are of God or not of God, because many, not a few, but many false prophets have gone out into the world. And then he says in verse 2, by this you know the Spirit of God. And so There is a way for us to know what spirit is at work, whether it's the spirit of God behind a teaching or another spirit behind the teaching. By this you know the spirit of God. Here's how you know. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is of God, and every spirit that does not confess that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh, is not of God, and this is the spirit of Antichrist, which you have heard was coming and is now already in the world. The spirit of Antichrist is already at work in the world, he says. So he tells us here that one way that you and I can know what spirit is at work when someone is teaching, one way we can know is what are they saying about Jesus Christ? What are they saying about Jesus Christ? What are they saying about Jesus Christ? And does it agree with what the Bible says about Jesus Christ? Is it biblical? Again, false teachers, uh, they'll, they'll talk about Jesus Christ. They'll use the name of Jesus Christ. But what do they say? 
When they talk about Jesus, what do they say about Jesus? Is it different from what the Bible says about Jesus? Again, you have to know your Bible to be able to discern that. And I can tell you right now, the, it always comes down to what they say about Jesus. That is always the issue. And any false teacher or cult or false church or whatever you want to call it, you're always going to find that, that they have tweaked some kind of doctrine about Jesus Christ. It always comes down to what they say about Jesus Christ. In John's day, false teachers denied the incarnation of Jesus Christ. That was the big false teaching that was going around and circulating in the church. They denied the incarnation of Jesus Christ. They, the false teachers in those days, they believed that Jesus was God. Remember, they're living, they're living in, in a generation from the time that Jesus Christ was on the earth and ministering. There are people like John who are still alive at that time who witnessed the miracles and the teachings and the resurrection. Those people are still around. So they believe that Jesus was God, but they did not believe that Jesus was a man. They did not believe, there, there was these false teachers that were around, I should say, were saying that, that yes, he was God, but he wasn't a human man. He didn't have human flesh and blood as a man. They taught that Jesus was a, was a phantom or a spirit, and he only appeared to come as a man in flesh and blood. The false teachers were saying that, not John. Don't get confused. And, and this was the false teaching that was gaining a foothold in parts of the church. And that doctrine contradicted what the Bible says. And so it's, so it's false. In 1 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16 says, without controversy. I like that it begins with that. Without controversy, without question, God was manifested in the flesh. Paul says it's, it's without question. There's no, there's no debate about this. Everybody knows that God was manifested in the flesh, and he dwelt uh, among us. There, there was no question about it. God revealed himself to mankind by becoming a man and taking on flesh. He, he revealed himself in a human body. He became incarnate so that he could die on the cross for our sins. You know, in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, it says that God was in Christ. God was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself. Jesus Christ, he became a man. God was incarnate, Emmanuel, God with us. He took on human flesh so that he could die on the cross as a substitutionary sacrifice for us, for our sins, reconciling the world to himself. And Paul says that that's without question. There's no controversy here about that. Everybody knows this. It's funny, it's a controversy now, isn't it? Now that we're 2,000 years away from the life of Jesus, and there's nobody alive anymore that saw the miracles, that saw the resurrected Jesus, that can say, wait a minute, <laughs> I know a guy who had leprosy and Jesus healed him, or hey, I was one of those people and I was dead and Jesus raised me from the dead. I know that he works miracles because I experienced There's nobody alive that can say that. Back then, there were still people that were alive, and so their, their issue was, he's definitely God, but how can God be a man? And today, 2,000 years removed, now, the issue is, well, he was a man, but there's no way he was God. That's what false teachers are saying today. 
Yes, there was a man named Jesus. Yes, there was this carpenter from Nazareth. And he was a rabbi and he was a good teacher and he lived in Israel. Yeah, we we know that's true, but there's no way that he's God. It's flipped now, only because we're so far away from the life of Christ. But I want you to notice here uh, what John says in verse 3. Look at verse 3 again in your Bible. He says that Jesus Christ has come. Do you see that? Has come in the flesh. He has come, meaning he has come from one place to another. He, he doesn't say, and I want you to note this, he doesn't say Jesus Christ was born, although he was born. But John's careful here, the Holy Spirit's careful to say, Jesus Christ has come in the flesh. He has come from where? From heaven. See, you, you and I, we came into existence at our conception, when you were conceived in your mama's womb. That's when you came into existence. But Jesus Christ, he didn't come into existence when he was conceived in Mary's womb. He came from heaven down into this world, and he put on human flesh, the Bible tells us, and he was born as a baby in Bethlehem to be the Savior of the world. That, that's the incarnation, that God came from heaven and became a, a man. In John's day, again, the false teachers, they denied that Jesus was God incarnate. And so we can recognize a false teacher by what they say about Jesus. A false teacher will deny some attribute of Jesus Christ, and they'll contradict what the scriptures plainly say about Jesus Christ in some way. They may deny his deity, that he's God. They may teach that he was just a prophet but that he wasn't God. They may deny the virgin birth. They may deny his atoning sacrifice on the cross. They may deny the resurrection from the dead. But you will recognize a false teacher by what they say concerning Jesus Christ. And he says here, anyone who denies what the Bible says about Jesus Christ is not of God. And worse yet, John says, it is the spirit of Antichrist that's at work. It's a demonic spirit behind those false teachers. Look at what he says in verse 4. He says, You are of God, little children, and you have overcome them, because he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. We love that verse, don't we? It's a wonderful verse. Great reminder to us. John says here in verse 4, he says, You, as a child of God, you, as a person who's born again, you have the Holy Spirit dwelling in you. And the Holy Spirit that is in you is greater than any spirit that's in the world. He asked me how I know, and I say, bring sure than the finest crystal. That's all we have time for today on Ring of Truth. Thanks for joining Pastor Dan as he continued his verse-by-verse, chapter-by-chapter study of the book of 1 John. If you'd like a copy of today's message, you'll be able to find it on our website, calvaryec.com. You can also subscribe to our podcast on iTunes so you never miss an edition of this program. Every time we post something new, you'll be notified. We'd love to hear from you, too, and learn how Ring of Truth has impacted your life. Please take some time soon to give us a call at 410-491-4592. 
Please let us know how we could be praying for you, too. And if God's doing something wonderful, we'd love to rejoice with you. That number again to reach us is 410-491-4592. Do you live in the Baltimore, Washington area? If so, you're invited to join us here at Calvary Chapel this Sunday at 9 or 11 a.m. for a time of worship and Bible study. Calvary Chapel is located in Columbia, Maryland, only minutes from Route 95, Route 29, or Route 100. Find out more at our website. One more time, that's calvaryec.com. With that, our time with you has come to an end. Tune in next time to learn more from the book of 1 John with Pastor Dan, right here on Ring of Truth. Good night.